I do have an entire list of things that could have been on my list. I thought that's what if, we were talking about. <laughs> no, no. The, the, the title continuing to okay. <laughs> if they had actually released this year. I see. Pause so. for effect. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Geek Chew, a podcast where we chew over the geeky things that we love. I'm Eamon. And I'm Charlene. And our intro music is by my brother Ryan. And this week we are doing our top five movies woo from woo. the year. It is my favorite episode every year. We did end up doing one last year after you got back from Iraq, right? Yes. I think it's just like two months late. Yeah. So, it's fine. Yeah. It was good. Anyway. <laughs> So there was one new movie that we watched this week that I guess technically actually could have been, well, it wouldn't have made it into my top five for sure. Uh, but it just came out uh, to stream the Shadow in the Cloud movie. But I thought it came out in January of 2021. It did for us to, to view, which a lot of these, um, a lot of movies that came out in 2020 are, are, you know, difficult to know, like how to even watch. But I guess this one did premiere at TIFF in September of 2020 what's tiff the toronto international film festival oh would be my guess <laughs> i've never um heard it called tiff yeah um and now you have yes and that's what we're here for <laughs> mm-hmm. this movie it was wild was something else yes it, so you sent me the trailer and i watched it right away which i almost never do but i knew because i'm usually busy when you're sending me things and then, but I was like, if I have a moment right now, if I don't watch it right now, I'm probably going to just forget about it. And um, it looked really fun. Yeah. We knew what the movie was going to be. And but we, didn't, we were looking forward to it. But we didn't know, right. did we? But yeah. the kids really didn't know. And we can get to that later. But <laughs> it's pretty funny <laughs> to just sit down and throw that on and uh, have them experience it with no knowledge of what they were getting themselves into. But the movie was uh, directed by Roseanne Liang. And written by her and Max Landis, who is kind of persona non grata at this point, I think, in a lot of places in Hollywood for sexual misconduct and basically just kind of being not a, douche. A, not a great person. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they have to credit him with the screenplay because of, you know, industry rules and stuff like that. But everybody who was actually involved with the movie from the point where they kind of separate from him is very... Um, publicly distanced themselves from from him and tried to make it clear that at at a certain point he didn't have anything to do with the movie and they said they rewrote a lot of it after he left but so it's chloe grace moretz is the star of the movie and i i don't know it's based in the atlantic and she she plays a, a woman in the well, I, I actually, I'd have to rewatch the movie, but I don't even know. She's not actually in the service, right? Yes, she is. She is. That's okay. how she. World yeah. War Two, right? And it's. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's basically just kind of a play off of the, that Twilight Zone episode of there's something on the wing of the plane. Yeah. And uh, also just a frantic, wild. Fun. Uh, advent, adventure movie. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of centers on this character. 
I don't know. I, I thought the structure of the movie was really good. How it kind of starts off with this cartoon decrying the uh, uh, soldiers or service members' insistence on the existence of these gremlins that crawl all over airplanes and how they get her on the plane and what her mission is is kind of a mystery. But And the whole first large part of the movie she spends in the gun turret uh, below and the airplane just kind of locked in there and separate from the crew, but having to listen to them over the radio. And it was hilarious. And we laughed and we joked and the kids were like, Oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is crazy. And then they were like, this may be too much for me. <laughs> At a certain <laughs> point, Deacon, who was sitting on the floor, uh, by the outlet because she wanted to charge her phone and look at it, uh, put her phone down, slid it across the floor and got up and walked away because <laughs> of um, how unbelievable the the stuff on the screen was. It was just so good. Like the action was so funny and the shit on the beach was so, so wild. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. It was great. I am glad that we bought rather than rented this movie. It was one of those where it's like, do you pay the extra few bucks just to like own yeah, it? It was 25 and, or 20. And it's like, yeah. I mean, do you take the the risk for five bucks? Yeah. If we never watched again, we essentially paid almost the same thing as if we were just going to rent it. So um, I will definitely watch this again. It was so fun. Like it was just hilarious like i i would it I, would it have been in your top five if you knew it came out in 2020 it, oh i knew it came out in 2020 oh, okay. um it gets an honorable mention but it did not make it into my top five um but just the enjoyment that i had while watching it and the silliness and it definitely is very self-aware like i think you know i think we we touched on how courtney feels about movies right now and how i mean i think sometimes he maybe takes himself a little too seriously so i i, I feel like i spent a lot of time time trying to convince him that this movie is exactly what the, the filmmakers wanted it to be it was like absolutely over the top so unbelievable yeah i, I think thrill we just ride watch. fun adventure of you know yeah but we don't I watch think we just haven't exposed stuff. him to a lot of that so he's like what is happening yeah. <laughs> with this movie but he was like, was, I I liked watching it, but it was a terrible movie. And I'm like, it was not a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not going to win any awards. But that movie was exactly what I, what I needed. Yeah. So other than that, though, as I started to go through the movies from 2020, which, you know, we, we kind of discussed was a little difficult because a lot of times we'll just pull the box office uh, and go through that. Not really feasible this year if we're going to really... <laughs> consider all the movies that came out and there there are a lot of movies that we haven't seen that are on a lot of other people's top lists that i've kind of gone through like actually there's one on netflix that i want to watch that we haven't which is called uncorked it's a mamudu athi and courtney b vance it's about a, a guy who wants to pursue of dreams of being a sommelier instead of taking over the family barbecue business oh, and it looks fun yeah that sounds awesome also um i think one that is on everybody's list of best movies is Trial of the Chicago 7, which oh, yeah. we haven't watched yet either. I don't really want to. And I think that's... I, I, you know, I do and I don't, you know? I, yeah, it's one of those that just seems like it, it's going to be... It's like a chore to put it on. Yeah. I mean, when we turn it on, maybe it would be fantastic. And Those uh, Steve McQueen movies that came out on Amazon Prime, or, yeah, they're movies, but it's like a anthology called um, Small Axe. Did you say small acts or small acts? Acts. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> if that's clear. AXE. It wasn't. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> but it's about the London's West Indian community from 1969 to 1982. And a couple of those anthology parts were definitely on uh, almost every top 10 list that I saw. But again, you know, maybe someday. The other one that I that we haven't seen and I don't think we even have the capability of seeing at this point yet is Nomadland. Right. Which Wait, actually, doesn't that actually I thought that that doesn't actually come out and is not available for the public to see until until this year. Right. I think it's one of those movies that falls into the category of eligible for the Oscars that got pushed back four months. But, uh-huh. you know, I, I don't, we don't really care about that. But the, um, the movie itself seems like it actually that i would want to sit through that mm-hmm. and it's by chloe Zhao who's directing the eternals which we should have already seen right at this point yeah but haven't um and then the other one that um i had put well i put a couple on here that were just like little floofy movies that i definitely am like oh this came out this year and i haven't seen them yet like um gretel and hansel the craft legacy <laughs> we did um, want, we went back and watched the original craft with tegan yeah in anticipation of watching that and then we just, we just never, never did it. I so. don't know. Um, the new Rebecca, but I really want to watch the original one again. And that's just so hard to find. Yeah, basically, I have to buy the Criterion Blu-ray, right? Yeah, for like a gajillion dollars. Yeah, it's probably expensive. not that much. No, it's it's at least $40. Yeah, it might be worth it, though. It's a really good movie. It, it probably is. And also, I mean, we spend that to go to... I mean, we spend way more than that to go to the movies. Right. Generally. So... Um, and then last Christmas, which is a, like a Christmas rom-com and I don't know how I ended up not seeing it, but it's got, um, mother of dragons. What's her name? Khaleesi. Yes. <laughs> you, you know, that's about, mm-hmm. that's about all I got for you. Emily. Emma. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Why don't I know this? Okay. Um, but yeah. So, oh, and midnight sky. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's one we haven't watched. We bought it right no it's on netflix oh it's on netflix yeah. okay and it's george clooney's movie that he directed and also stars in but yeah uh, we will make it to that eventually i think yes we both want to see that mm-hmm. first cow is the other one that we haven't watched it's one of those uh, kelly reichert who's very well-respected filmmaker uh, and i don't think i've seen one of her movies it just my impression of it is that it's one of those serious beautiful deep movies about the human condition that we almost never make time to watch. No, but those are the kind of books I like to read, which is weird that those aren't the... Right, well, a movie takes up so much more time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had, um, you know, as far as movies that we did see, I I have my top five, but I also have a bunch of movies in different categories, some of which we have seen but did not make it in my top five but i wanted to mention i figure we'd do our honor honorable mentions after okay we do uh you want to do rock paper scissors see who goes first for the top five <laughs> you know i do rock paper scissors shoot son of a bitch we just had a conversation yesterday about how everybody does scissors first so you need to do rock first. I was anticipating a bit of reverse psychology on your part. No. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> what right. is your problem? You so, want you go first. No, uh, I win, so I decide who goes first. Uh, you go first. Okay. So uh, my fifth movie, so it's going to be a little tricky because I do have a category of movies that I picked my fifth movie out of. <laughs> I have like... <laughs> Uh, Netflix comedies. So you pulled like 
something out of a different category for each and then rank them. Yeah, I just, I had such a long list of movies that yes, uh, I just broke them down into categories and then picked my favorite out of that category. And, oh, uh, well, that's good. I, I just, just thought it was like a, a different way to do it. I had a long list of movies because I, I listed like almost every movie I could think of and then went through movies and found movies that I didn't even, that I didn't remember were from this year. Yeah. Um, and then wrote them all down except for ones that I definitely knew I wasn't going to put on my list. And right. then and then it was so easy this year for me to like pick my top five. Yeah. I, maybe because there was just so much less content. I don't know what, maybe because I just approached it differently this year. Maybe I'm just better practiced and know what I, <laughs> yes. I'm becoming a pro. So I did, I had three Netflix comedies that I really enjoyed though. Okay. Uh, the Lovebirds was, was just mm-hmm. really good. Obviously I knew that wouldn't be on either of our top fives. Um, okay. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the half of it and Eurovision. What's the half of it? It's the Cyrano de Bergerac um, teen. Oh, gosh. I didn't even have that on my list. I loved that. Yeah. That came out this year. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It felt so I far think it would have been. It, <laughs> I think in reality, it should be number five on my list. But I picked Eurovision because. That is also my number five. Nice. Up top. Yeah. it was so good it's so funny i just feel like this movie was so rewatchable and crazy and a family yeah Yeah. family favorite we just rewatched it the other day and still all of us were laughing just laughing and it's just a fun movie to watch and the music is and it's super quotable and a good story like what is this movie missing uh, nothing. It even yeah. has a music video. And it has Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams uh, just really kill the crazy Icelandic duo fire saga that participates in Eurovision, which is just so wild yeah, that sure. it actually, <laughs> when the, we watched the music video as a trailer, it was the reaction that most of the reaction that I saw was, is this, this is real? so similar to Eurovision that it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is, I mean, it's kind of surprising I we haven't gotten we to could, watch any Eurovision competitions. I wish competitions. we could watch Eurovision. I wonder where they're, like, where we may be able to, like... The dog just made a weird noise. <laughs> so, okay, well, number five. Yeah, nice. Knocked okay. it out of the park. Let's so you see. go next. Um, well, that was my number five. So now you go next. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but because it was similar, I didn't know if you wanted... To know, take your no, own because I want to. Re- <laughs> I know I wanted to reveal my number one last. I see. Uh, the next category that I had was movies that we almost never watch. Right. Okay. So uh, I'm thinking of ending things, which mm-hmm. was the Charlie Kaufman movie on Netflix that we really enjoyed. I did enjoy and that. Yeah. It was just one of those things where it's written so well, and it's presented in a very I don't know how else to say it. It's like an artsy movie. Yeah, it's definitely a movie that's way smarter than I am and has so many um, references to things that I'm just completely oblivious to. Right, like Pauline Kale. Right. And all that and now, uh, through line. That was like such a Bader Meinhof moment because I'd never heard her name and now I hear people talk about Pauline Kale all the fucking time. Because of Mank. Probably because of Mank. Right. But like, just like, it, her name just pops up all the time. Yeah. The other movie I had, which might be on your list, I don't know, so we can talk about it later if it is, but never, rarely, sometimes, always. It is not on my list of top fives, but it is on my list of movies that might have made it to my top five. It was a beautiful story and And, just such a real life, I don't know. Yeah. And probably the best 
usage of the movie title in a movie yeah. that's uh, ever been seen right. by me. uh but my number four movie for the year was mank mank got an honorable mention for me it was really hard to not put it on my list but okay so if i was being really we we may revisit this after we've revealed everything mank would have made it on my list if i hadn't put a movie on my list that i really did love and felt like it needed to be there and it was I just, it's a complicated thing, okay. <laughs> but I really did love Mank. Um, my number four, and you're probably going to be surprised it's this low, was Tenet. Um, I'm not that surprised. That's my number three. Okay. Um, I really, I really liked it. Uh, it was very enjoyable. It's just, uh, there were some other movies that came out that definitely just beat it out for me. Yeah. Um, a great movie. Loved it. Thrilling. No complaints, even to the like the convolutedness. And I feel like it's not even it wasn't even that convoluted because they like just explicitly say, like, just go with it, like in the movie, you know, I could have gone without that, actually, (laughs) without the convoluted or without the just go with it. Yeah, without the um, don't think about it. (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny. And I don't know. But yeah, the set pieces and the action was so good. And just the characters, the actors specifically, I think, you know, uh, how they carried themselves within the characters in that movie uh, is just, I really did enjoy watching Tenet. And yeah. it had to be in the top five for me. Yeah, uh, and you and, can't, I mean, uh, we just need a lot more of Rob Pattinson in our lives. And I'm glad that we're obviously. going to be. And hopefully that just <laughs> yes. continues because he is just a treasure. I mean, we saw this movie three times in the theater, right? Well, you went the last time, I think, without me, right? Oh, because Courtney came back. Yeah. We wanted to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen it once or twice at home. It's just really good. And that was my blockbuster movie category, uh-huh. uh, which basically had two movies in it. Which were? Uh, <laughs> Tenet and Wonder Woman 84. Right, right. Which are not the only movies that we saw in theaters this year, but so few movies came out that... Uh, right. And as we won't pre- be as previously discussed. We could not use the box office to guide our list, so right. And we won't be going to the theater. Like we definitely just, I needed that experience there, and I mean, I feel like we did it as wisely as we possibly could. But it's definitely not worth going to the theater now to see like these other things that we're just. It's gonna just yeah. be like whatever. So, um. Well, since you already told me your number three, I'll give you my number three, which is maybe something that's not on your list, but Emma. Yes, that was not on my list. Yeah. Um, I did like it. I know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. I love Anya Taylor-Joy. I love the costuming in this movie. Obviously, I love the story. It is one of my top three favorite books of all time. Uh, I just loved it. And I thought it was a really good production for that book. And they did a great job with the story. And I thought it was great. I just really did. I loved it. I did enjoy it. And it was, I thought, a very good balance between updating it, but also keeping it in the time period in which it was supposed to be set. Yeah, this is one that like, I would probably just put on again. And again, if like I was home alone. Um, other people probably don't have the same kind of interest, so it probably won't get the same kind of repeat watching that it would if I was still on the same work schedule that I used to be on. But, you know, it's like one of the OG rom-coms and I loved it. So it's my uh, my number three. So uh, my category that housed 
my number two movie for the year <laughs> is the Spike Lee category, which is funny because we don't really talk about Spike Lee all that much, but uh, I did enjoy watching The Five Bloods. I wondered if that was going to be on your list because it was one that I never did watch, so it couldn't be on my list. Right. It's not on it's not on my list. Uh it was very good. I it's been so long since we watched it that we subsequently watched all of um, Lovecraft Country and I kind of forgot that Jonathan Majors was into Five Bloods and now I'm much more familiar with him and he's going to play Kang the Conqueror and the next Ant-Man movie going forward. It's all good. Uh but the rest of the cast was awesome. Delroy Lindo, really great movie but it's not my number two, so I don't have to keep talking about it. Oh, for some reason when you said it, I thought that you were saying, Mm-mm. you were just saying a yeah, movie yeah. from the list that you pulled your number two from that was on. Yeah, my number two movie is actually David Byrne's American Utopia. This was just one of those movies that uh, we didn't know was coming out. I think we were surprised at how much we liked it because of our unfamiliarity with the the person responsible for this production, David right. Byrne. Like we just... We didn't know who he was till halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just really well done. The direction was, you know, awesome as far as capturing the Broadway play and uh, the fun that everybody was having on stage and in the audience yeah. and different uh, angles of cameras. And the experience for me was one of those things that you kind of wait for when you're trying out different movies or going to a play or whatever. You just waiting for that joy and and just being wrapped up in what's happening. Yeah. So I that's my number two. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. I kind of had forgotten that that was like a movie because I kind of, it wasn't on any of the lists that I saw, but I also I felt like it was an experience, which I guess all movies are experiences, of course. <laughs> but, you know, this just seemed separate from that. Um, I don't know that it would have made it on my list anyway if I had remembered to include it in my whittling down uh, but it was definitely a beloved thing from the year for sure you're number two no you're number two that was my number two. Ah, oh, dang it my number two is wonder woman 84 i could potentially have not had this be on my list and mank would have made it on my list but i think just by default and how much i'm going to watch this movie over time I mean, I loved it. I walked out of there feeling like really overjoyed and really just happy, um, not caring about like the problematic things at the end and just looking forward to like what comes next in this world. Obviously loving the costuming. I love the colors. Uh, I know we we talked about it fairly recently, so I don't want to like go on and on about it, but that is my number two and I'm just going to stick to that. I was wondering if it was going to make it on your list because it is I don't know. It's all about how you experience the movie, like we right. said. And so it could pota- in I another, thought it would be on your list. Yeah, in another timeline, universe, it maybe wouldn't Black have... put Widow on there instead. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, this one, it's on there, and I'm accepting that. But there's, there is like a scenario where it wouldn't have made it on there, and Mank would have. So my uh, best movie of the year category... Mm-hmm. unapologetically is palm springs that is also my number one is this the first time that we've had the same number one i don't know it might be yeah uh, but it's just so good yeah you know it was released I, on hulu i can't wait to watch it again like just thinking about it i was like ooh. i know we watched it twice uh once by ourselves and then once we had to show it to the kids 
but that was back to back and then we haven't watched it again since which is kind of surprising because Such we both a, really loved it yeah, so much obviously and it was released in that initial dearth of movies that kind of followed the quarantine where nothing was happening nothing was coming out and it's obviously andy samberg and Kristen miliati and I, I don't know i love the like conceptual drop-in where it's just like leaning on precedent set by other movies yeah kind of like uh, spider-man in the mcu mm-hmm. version that we just watched last night how they don't go back through all the stuff that everybody knows and they trust the audience and they trust the movie and it's just really well done and it's funny and i don't know i know we talked about this on the podcast too but it was really really good really good and definitely my favorite movie of, of 2020 fucking nailed it yeah so, <laughs> it's good it's it's yeah. really um that's funny i i wasn't sure what your number one is going to be at all after that because yeah so i did have some honorable mentions obviously we talked about um mank um wolf walkers was um i'm a little surprised that i didn't have an animated movie because i thought about maybe including soul but i didn't yeah i had an animated movie category with just those two movies but um i don't know i I really did like Soul, and I actually just watched it for a second time the other day. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely rewatchable. It's definitely enjoyable, but it just didn't make it on my top five. Right. And Wolf Walkers was beautiful and very good from what I saw. I would have to rewatch it without falling asleep <laughs> to be able to rank it in my top five. Um, I think it's pretty much what you would expect from that kind of movie and what the, you know, it there's not really any surprises right. for it, but it is just a beautiful story and the animation is lovely. Yeah. I read a big article that my dad sent from, uh, I think the times just about that animation company. It's really inspiring the company yes. and how dedicated they are to, to telling the uh, Irish folklore stories in a yeah. new way. And the animation really is in all those movies, just kind of different than what you typically see. And it's really well done. Yeah. Um, I mean, like one of my favorite animated movies ever is Song of the Sea, which is the same company that did that. Yeah. Um, another honorable mention for me would be On the Rocks. Okay. Yeah, I didn't have that on my list. Yeah. So I really enjoyed watching it. Bill Murray is a legend. Like you just. Bill Murray was awesome. In yeah. That. Um, I thought it was great. So there's a lot of things that could have been on this list. But I had a, potentially a, like The Invisible Man. Yeah, that fell in my uh, New Orleans trip category. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had The Invisible Man. And Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which was really close to topping, to cracking that, my top that wasn't, five. Was that not 2019? I know that we watched it in 2020, but didn't that come out in 2019? I don't think so. Oh. If it did, it's not on my list, I thought so it doesn't was, matter. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I thought that was in the running for Oscar season for last year, but I could be way off in just my memory of that. Yeah. Anyway, I did also like The Invisible Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also really liked Holiday, which um, is just a stupid rom-com Christmas movie, which are among my favorite kinds of rom-com movies. But you said it wasn't terrible when we watched that too. So, with Which one was that? Emma Roberts and that dude that no one knows who he is. Oh, oh yes. I remember now. Australian yes. guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a, a horror movies category too that we almost never include. Right. Any horror movies in our top five, but we really do enjoy watching them. Freaky was would have freaky, yeah, yeah, that's funny. So good and funny. Was Relic and Relic was the yeah. other one I put on my list. The other horror movies we watched this year were either older or just didn't like stick with me. Right. So. I do have an entire list of things that could have been on my list. I thought that's what if, we were talking. About. <laughs> no, no, the, this, it's tra- 
subtitle continuing to okay. <laughs> if they had actually released this year. I see. Positive so, effect. <laughs> so like um, Death on the Nile, free guy. I mean, it's not likely that that would have no, been on my list, but so, how do I know? I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Uh, Black Widow, Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James Bond, No Time to Die. That probably would have been on my yeah. list. Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon. Was that supposed to come out this year? Yeah. Or last year? This It was supposed to come out like in December. It was supposed really? to be like Disney's Christmas relief, release, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> uh, Morbius. Would not have probably made it on my top five, but I was looking no, forward to fun. it anyway. Yeah, yeah and I, it does look you good. know, um, quiet place too. Right, we were like a week away from going to see that. We had a whole plan surrounding that movie and its release. Yeah, I don't remember it, but I believe we were going to have a, a a top five. On, oh, that's uh, right. We were going to do Emily a Blunt. <laughs> yeah, our little or an actor deep dive. An actor deep dive. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not F9. That wouldn't have been on there, but we didn't get a chance to see it and we wouldn't have watched it anyway. Maybe but, at some point in the future. Like I've not seen all those movies, but oh. I, I've re I've gone back and watched some of the releases. I liked that, the first one and I liked the second one, but I don't have to see any of the others. Yeah. I don't even think I ever saw the second one. Um, Tokyo drift. That's Come right. on. Nope. So I remember, I can't remember which year it was, but like my dad wanted to go see it or something like, I think the seventh one or I was up there and he was like, Oh, did you see it? And I'm like, nah, I'm not really interested. And he like got pissed at me for not having the same taste in movies. And he's like, it's good, blah, blah, blah. And we've watched them all. And I'm like, that's great for you, but I'm just not interested. <laughs> and he, was like, he took it really personally. Like I was telling him that his taste in movies was bad. And I'm like, no, it's, it's like obviously very <laughs> popular for a reason. They're fun, exciting movies. I just, am not interested. Um, Ghostbusters probably would have made it on my list and also the French Dispatch. So I think what we're saying is 2021 is going to be a little bit more difficult to yeah. parse through. Dune. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So. Uh, but I think we can probably wap that up at this point because Jake is making an awful lot of noise he's, back there. He's really mad that we told him to be quiet. Yeah. And so he keeps asking us to ask him what's wrong. Right. So. <laughs> Did you have anything else? No. It was fun. It was smart. We liked it.